everybody, welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 88 in year two, and like I feel like I say this every week, it's going to be a short episode, um, because I want to say this is probably the least information we've ever had, and books. Yes, yeah. uh, in, in quite some time. There, there's, been, there's been episodes that we did that we had no news, and we just went straight yeah, to books. For sure. Um, here we have a small something that is really nothing. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like, yeah, we got nothing. Yeah, it's not really much. Uh, we do have some Batman news, which let's let's wait for that. Let's just knock out because this other one's super quick. Batwoman, if you watch this show, I do not. I don't know if you keep up with it at all. Uh, no, but it's causing some controversy, apparently, in the latest episode. So really like, oh, so it's episode not people complaining about it. No, no, or... it's 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 people complaining about what happened in the episode, uh, and okay. I, and I'll just say it because I know what happens. Okay. Uh, apparently, there's a situation where um, this new Batwoman mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan Wilder and Alice are in a situation where Alice saves Batwoman, mm-hmm. and then literally two minutes later, they're in another situation where Batwoman has the opportunity to save Alice. And she straight up says, hey, I can't save everybody. And then walks away. Oh. Yeah. Now, are people saying Batwoman would save everybody? Is that what they're saying? They're saying that it wasn't very heroic of somebody yeah. who was trying to be a hero. I would agree with that. Granted, this is a new Batwoman. So unlike my rant with Gotham all the time, I would say this is a character we don't know. This is very new, and they could have these moments that could shape them to be a hero or yeah. a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. Like, if you want to keep this Batwoman thing going with Ryan Wilder, that's totally fine. But I would love for some people to, you know, take a turn. I would love, I've always wanted to see a story where the villain or the hero rises and then becomes a villain. Like, we see that a lot in anime, but like you're like, okay, this is gonna turn. But like Ryan Wilder, you just think she's gonna be the star of the show the whole time. But if you're bringing back in Cassandra Kane, uh, not Cassandra Kane, but like you know uh, Kate Kane, and Ryan Wilder becomes a villain, now people would be like, oh, of course you're gonna make the black girl fucking a villain. Like I know that they would do that, but it's it's a fucking character. Like I wouldn't, I'd be cool with that. Like if you go on like a two season thing of them fighting each other, like I'd be totally down. I don't think that's what they're going to do, but it would be interesting to see like if this hero, this Ryan Wilder wasn't making the most heroic decisions and she decided to, you know, kind of like turn. Um, yeah. Which I think would be interesting. Not, might well, not be the best, but. In, in terms of seeing a hero turn into a villain, I guess the closest thing that we might get in, in DC related content is uh, the rocks, black Adam. Um, yeah. Because his story is about a slave who gets the power of Shazam and then like frees all of the slaves. Yeah. But then becomes a conqueror, you mm-hmm. know? And I know the rock wants to become an anti-hero. He doesn't want to be like straight up villain. So yeah. it's the closest thing we're probably going to get. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, it would just be interesting to see, but the most part of this, is that they are bringing in spoiler apparently into Batwoman, 
Yes. Which is very interesting. Now, um, I saw just a, a I didn't go into the article because I don't care, but I guess I saw the woman playing spoiler. She looked older. She didn't look young necessarily, um, unless I just they just you're using a bad photo of her. But she looked like some redheaded chick that I had seen before, but I don't really know where she was from. So now is it spoiler or is it Stephanie Brown? Is it Cassandra Kane or Stephanie Brown? Spoiler is Stephanie Brown. Cassandra Kane is orphan. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know if they're bringing spoiler into the show. I would assume if you're bringing in Stephanie Brown, you're going to bring in spoiler. Yeah, that's right. Um, which would be good to set up maybe next season's villain, which could be Clue Master, which is her father. Yeah. So you could bring in another character like that. I think that might be kind of cool. But for the most part, you know, it's just, um, I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> I will say it'll be interesting to see where they go with this because spoiler has always been handicapped by like, I have to be with Tim Drake. I have to be with Tim Drake. So I'm interested to see with no Tim Drake, what they do with the character. Or is she going to be a lesbian and automatically go after Ryan Wilder? Is that the story here? I'm not entirely sure. Honestly, I would love for them to just like basically stop what they're doing with every other show and move it in the way that they're moving uh, Superman and Lois. Mm -hmm. Superman and Lois legitimately feels like an actual HBO Max drama series. It it? doesn't feel like a CW series. Hmm. Yeah, it has those moments where you kind of have that CW dialogue because it's, of course, with teenagers and stuff. But other than that, it legitimately feels like an HBO Max series. And that's the way they need to go with the rest of these superhero shows. Because as of right now, it just feels like all of them are dead in water. Uh, yeah. Two of your most prominent characters in The Flash are leaving at the end of the series. Yeah, I saw, um, what's her name? Dan uh, Danielle Pennebaker, or whatever her name is, um, mm-hmm. saying that it's going to be like a heartbreaking story or some shit like that. Yeah, so uh, the dude who played Cisco, uh, mm-hmm. Carlos... I can't remember his last name. And then uh, Kavanaugh, who played uh, Wells, Wells, he's leaving. Uh So, like, your two pretty big hooks for the show completely gone. Yeah. There's already, I hear a lot of people saying, yeah, I'm not going to even watch next season. I don't know why they would keep going, like, at this point. I'm surprised that uh, Homeboy, that plays The Flash, doesn't want to be gone yet. Well, like, I do know that they're introducing Impulse, and mm-hmm. his his set photos are already out. You can see his costume, or him yeah. in costume. I would not be even surprised if they want to be like, hey, it's still going to be called The Flash. Grant Gustin is out, and we're going to put either Wally West or Impulse into the main ring of the show. Yeah. If you were going to do that, bring back Wally West. Like, don't even try to bring an impulse at this point. Like, just bring back Wally because that's Iris's brother and be like, you know what? You're the Flash. Like, that's it. And have Barry go out the way he should have originally went out. And was that being trapped in the Sweet Force? Because then if you ever wanted to end the season with him coming back for that final you know, episode, he could come out of the Sweet Force. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, they've already done that. Then again, the CW doesn't have problems with retelling stories. So 
So not Batman related, but this story just dropped from Mm. a Hebrew website. Oh, Gal Gadot confirms Joss Whedon threatened her on the set of Justice League. Literally just dropped. From who, though? Who's tweeting that out? Uh, No, uh, this is discussing film, which usually just takes from reliable sources. This source is from mobilemako.com.il News Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it's a Hebrew website. Uh, It looks like she was doing an interview with them. She says, uh, he threatened my career and told me that if I did something, he'll make sure my career will be miserable. And I just took care of it on the spot. Hmm. I don't see that on discussing films website. Yeah, let me. Uh, um, which is they're they're very famous for taking down their posts mm-hmm. just in case anybody wants to be like, "Hey, you didn't have permission," uh, so I'm actually sending it to you via Discord. Okay. And then you can translate it via Google. Oh my God! I would not. Yeah, I would not even. I'm not even click on this <laughs> just because that I don't. I don't trust websites like that um interesting you know um discussing film i've personally never been a fan of them um i think they've done a lot of uh inaccurate reporting so i feel like that might just be a clicking thing clickbait thing um it's sad but when i see it on cbr then i'll be like oh okay because that's the general audience if that is true reports it I was just like, okay, true. you know, I don't like CBR, but it's the best ways for you to get like general audience ideas. Um, because like true. their articles are garbage, um, but they report on everything. <laughs> um, anyways, so besides that, um, there was also if we're gonna if we're gonna bring in random shit we talked about, I sent Clay this random thing that I found on Twitter of the possible future of the DCEU, which oh, was filled with one. The premise for Zatanna, if it was real, sounded interesting because it was supposed to start off with her father dying, which would have been interesting because we would have been able to see her father. Uh, yeah. It would have been going from there. Uh, it, you know, it hit on that thing we talked about a few weeks back of Black Canary possibly getting a show on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And the craziest one that me and Clay had a problem with was Blue Beetle was going to be bisexual yeah automatically and look i know we're all about diversity well i don't wb is doing it wrong yes obviously they're doing it very wrong it comes off as pandering so inclusion is i think the right word yes because because the people talk about diversity and it's like oh they're pandering they're doing this they're doing this they're just trying to get dollars blah 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 inclusion especially for the lgbtq community is very important. I understand that. Yes. But we were talking not in the sense of like, hey, why does he have to be bi? Yeah. It was, well, why don't you just make him gay? Yeah. Not because like his love oh, interest and, was going to be a boy. Yeah. And in case people don't like it, he can always go back to liking a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking go full blown. If you are going to the point to where you are going to have the love interest be a man, then just fucking make him gay. Like, I know you're trying to be like, oh, we're still comic book accurate because he has the chance to like girls. Like, he's straight in the comic books. For any anybody that doesn't know, he's straight in the comic books. Granted, we don't get to see a lot of him, but he's straight yeah. from what we know. And this is my problem. 
it's not about him being bi, gay, or whatever. If you're gonna go full blown gay, cool, I'm on board. My thing is, we don't get enough. We don't get enough Latino characters that it is, and then you're just gonna make him also LGBT. Like, why do you gotta put us all in one fucking character? Like, oh, yeah. he's he's Latino, he's LGBT, he's LGBT, and also you know what? He's disabled. Like, they try to put everything in like one character, and it's like, dude, why can't we have three separate fucking characters for representation for every fucking group? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't do that for all the white characters that are out there. You know what I mean? So, like, that's what annoys me. It's the same thing with what they try to do with, like, Bond and all these other stuff, right? They're like, oh, make her black, a female, this and that. Like, you know, they're just trying to – they try to fit everything in one. So we're like, see, we're super inclusive. Oh, yay, look at us. But that's what comes off as pandering and wrong. And my thing is, is, dude, this is the first time you're ever doing this character. Why can you not just fucking do it like the comic books? Like, why do you got to do all of this other shit? You have the CW for that. Like, the CW can change all of the stuff you want. You can make all this other crap. If this is going to be a big-time HBO show, whatever, like, just do it comic book accurate, normal, the way it is. Like, this is your first big Latino character. Yeah. So I'm just like, fucking do it right. But no, you got to, oh, yeah. And what was, like, something along the lines of, his, the love interest was going to be, like, his rival, too, though, or some shit? Yeah, so it says here uh, what you sent me. Yeah. It Again, says, this is all rumors, grain of salt stuff. It was on Twitter, yes. not necessarily uh, true. It's it's a Reddit post, and yeah. the last time I went on Reddit, there was this dude that was like, "Hey, ask me anything about the Flash movie. I may seem like a random nobody, but I know stuff." Yeah. Like he literally put that yeah. in his post. I'm like, no. Like, yeah. why is anybody going to this guy? Um. So here it says that. Uh, uh Jaime's school rival who is the love interest uh who happens to connect with Jaime after they discover they both have abilities Jaime's uh that of the scarab and the love interest who is supposed to be Korean American being a metahuman with cosmic energy oh yeah that was, I forgot yeah they were gonna make the villain Korean American too like uh because he can't be white the villain can't be white it's just yeah, like no. god dude like it's just, I don't know, man. Like, especially with this Superman stuff lately, it's just, I want the DCEU to be blown up. And I just want it to restart. Like, I don't no, care. 100%. Like, he here's my, my de-evolution to what I was asking for a year ago. Mm -hmm. A year ago now, it's May. A, a week from now is a year since the announcement for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm -hmm. We like we were like, OK, what does this mean? What are the possibilities? You know, does that mean that HBO Max does, you know, move on with this and this? And this is before the actual talk of like Restore the Snyderverse even happened. Right. Yeah. After everything that immediately happened after Zack Snyder's Justice League, for one, I just want to say, I'm not one of those idiots that is like, hey, if Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 is not announced either before the release of Justice League or immediately after, we're going to riot and yell at everybody and have cancel campaigns. And like, no, that's stupid and it's bullshit and won't get anything done. Yeah. Like, it is absolutely stupid. Not one of those. I will say, if it happens, it happens. But all I want is for WB to say, hey, this is our DC universe and solidify it. And they are still grabbing 
fucking like all they are doing is grabbing a whole bunch of Play-Doh, throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, that's all they're doing. They don't know where they're going with their characters. And for them to be doing all of this shit with the characters that I know and love, like, yeah, I might see a Blue Beetle movie, right? But that may be the last time I see him. For sure. Because there's no like, oh, yeah, he's we're going to plan for this and he's actually going to already be making his way into this movie or this team up in this. No, DC doesn't like to do that. They're like, hey, it's a one and done. We got our money. Let's move on. Like they don't they aren't smart enough to know that these characters can make you a lot more money in the longevity of their fucking lifespan on TV. DC is very reactionary. So whatever does well, they are going to go with that. It's why, oh, this is not important news because I don't really care. Fuck it. Let's talk about it. Joker 2 is still apparently in the works. Which is um, stupid. Yeah, I saw somebody. Uh, he's a like a prominent, um, I guess TikTok and YouTube person that does this stuff. He basically does what I used to do, covering all the news and shit on like YouTube. Um, I forget what his name was, but he talked about the Black Superman, which was funny because he also mentioned how like he was like everybody's getting mad about this, but it not be might not be for the reasons you think. Uh, he never mentioned how it was possibly going to be a black Clark Kent. I was like, that's what everybody's mad about. Like, how are you going to not mention that part? Like, yeah. But he went off all these other things. But anyways, somebody asked him to do Joker 2 as well. And he was he said he enjoyed it. But the big thing w- that he mentioned in his, like, why I think it's a good idea is he was like, you already saw the Joker, um, like, create Batman. We don't even, he just became Joker. We haven't been able to see, been able to see how insane he is like this will be like fantastic or whatever. And I have two opinions on this. One, if they are going to make that Batman, that like that Bruce Wayne at the very end, Batman, Walking Phoenix needs to be a hell of a lot older. Like he's gonna have to have he's like He's gonna be like eighty years old. Yeah, like cause that kid is either between the ranges of eight to twelve. Yes. And if you're going to have him train for 10 years, that's already 10 years on Joaquin Phoenix's age. They're going to have to make him look. And if I'm not mistaken, Joaquin Phoenix was already looking like he was in the 40s or 50s in that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because his mother was old and he looked like he was just that kind of character that lived with his mother forever. And so um, and then they were like, yeah, we don't know how insane he can be. But to be honest, going back on Joker was he ever that super intelligent in this movie or was he just reacting with his emotions? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it never showed like, oh, I'm this mastermind. I'm this, no, it, it was a guy that was affected by his emotions. He found out that his mother wasn't his mother. He's been lied to and he sees that the world is laughing at him. He didn't, it, the whole concept wasn't like, oh yes, I'm this mastermind and I'm going to go on this show and I'm going to fucking show the world that you don't fucking know. He just wanted to kill this guy that laughed at him. It wasn't super deep, in my opinion. It's oh. a fucking fantastic movie. It's a great movie. We watched it how many times? Three, Three times? You watched it yeah. four? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it was a great movie. It deserved to win everything that it won at the Oscars. I'm exactly. not saying that it doesn't. But I will continue to argue the one argument that we made the week after it was announced that there was talks of a Joker 2. Yeah. Not every fucking movie needs to be a franchise. Mm-mm. Not at all. Now, I know that kind of retracts to what I said about Blue Beetle. 
But when you make a movie like The Joker, there's nowhere to go. Like, I've heard people talk, and a good friend of mine believes there is so much of that universe that you can go into. Yeah. It's not with Joker. If you want to say there's other mental patients that are Scarecrow or the Penguin or whatever, and make it that weird mental institution Arkham Asylum world, sure, why not? Like, I I don't care. Yeah. It's not going to make much sense. But with the characters of the DCEU, you're making a story that's supposed to be connected. Yeah. Joker wasn't supposed to be connected to anything. And in the article that it states, it I don't know if the guy that wrote the article was just not writing it correctly or he worded it wrong or whatever, but it made it sound like there was a possibility of Robert Pattinson's Batman and Joker being in the same universe. Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah. That'd be awful. So um, it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and like again, Joker 2 is not necessarily is not needed. And if you wanted to go and like, oh man, imagine a Riddler like this or a or a you know, Mr. Freeze like this. That would get boring really fast. So it's like, okay, we're going to make uh the second movie might be great, but by the third one you're just like I mean, it's just a repeat formula. Yeah, it's wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. It's, it's like um, fucking Unbreakable, and then what's the one that came after Unbreakable, the sequel? Um, oh, uh, Unbreakable, Glass, and yeah. uh, whatever the last one was. I can't remember what the last yeah. one Yeah, so whatever it was. Like, that was just like, oh, shit. People were like, oh, they're connected. What the fuck? That's crazy, right? But then the, the where you brought them all together, they fucking sucked. It fucking sucked, apparently. Like, I didn't watch the yeah. movie, but this is what people said. They are like, it was a letdown. So it, it, it kind of was, unfortunately. Yeah. So what are you going to do with this? Like, why would you connect all this stuff if they're never going to, like, meet each other? You know what I mean? And I just don't think... I feel like if you do a sequel to Joker, it waters down what Joaquin Phoenix did in the first movie. And Joaquin, although he did backtrack on his words, he said he would not do it unless the director wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And as far as I know, they both did not want to do it. And also, I just want to remind everybody, WB did not want this movie made at all. They actually cut the budget and then sold parts of the film to other studios in order to make it happen. That is how much like faith or little faith they had in this movie. But as soon as it made a billion dollars, like, oh, yeah, Joker, Joker. Yeah, this is the greatest film ever. Joker, Joker. WB themselves pitch these bullshit stories to freaking trades and outlets saying, Oh, this is going to mess with people's mental health. Like, no, like if you're, if you have that little faith in your own IP, you don't deserve a second movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, again, WB is a very reactionary company. And as much as I'm not a fan of the MCU anymore, you got to applaud what they've been able to do for the last 10 years are more than 10 years and it's just like i wish dc would do that not the way the mcu does it i just wish they had a fucking plan not i don't want all comedies all the time all that jazz like i want my characters to be comic book accurate and but to just follow a plan and that's it 
I don't mind them. Some of the stories being a little darker, some of them for, you know, darker characters, whatever. And I don't mind like Shazam being funny or the flash being funny. You know what I mean? But I want the characters that should be serious to be serious. And um, yeah, so like, it, it's just unfortunate, but everything lately just seems very reactionary from WB. It, it makes it hard to be excited about the movies that are coming out. For sure. Like Suicide Squad got me with the trailer and I'm like, oh, awesome. But at the same time, like if I watch it at home, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that was cool. You know, I have to yeah. watch that in theaters to be really excited about it. Yeah. Um, but Gunn is already like starting to talk more about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He's like, I'm already done with that one. So like, yeah, let me start talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's just like that kind of sucks. I would have been like, Gunn, you've been in the MCU. Can you plan this out for us? Some people would probably hate that. But from what I'm seeing with Suicide Squad, I'm like, uh, it's better than what we fucking got now. Like, yeah, let him come up with something. Because at least he's true to the, the source material. Yeah. Anyways, jumping over to the one movie that's still exciting at the moment, um, The Batman. I don't know where this came from. Clay just sent it to me. He was Nobody like, hey, knows where this came from. Yeah. I have asked high footage. and I have asked high and low. It, it's like a behind the scenes. Matt Reeves talks yeah. a little bit. You see, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Uh, uh, Zoe De- uh, I was going to say Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz talks a little bit about Catwoman, but I legitimately asked every single person that I know that just talks DCU stuff on their podcasts or on their YouTube yeah. stuff. Nobody knows where this came from. Yeah, yeah, it's just random. It like Matt Reeves is literally talking about Catwoman. The only thing we learn is she's not Catwoman, which I'm like fucking for fuck's sake. Like, which means there is not gonna be a Catwoman suit reveal at fandom. That's already going to be, that's already debunked because from what it sounds like, we're probably not going to get a Catwoman suit until probably the last 10 minutes of this fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, after a credit scene, which would be even worse. Um, This was my problem when everybody was like, it's fucking year two. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? I'm tired of these intros to Batman. Oh, but he's just learning to be Batman. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about realistic Batman either. I just want this guy to fight some comic book characters. Oh, yeah. No, I had that argument today. Or not today, but this week. Really? About like, oh, uh, Batman is the only character that should be grounded. I'm like, no. Batman Batman should not even fucking be grounded. No. He's a comic book character that fights Clayface, Killer Croc, somebody who freaking froze his head and his wife like no there is nothing grounded about this character he is a man that put on a bat suit a man no powers that fought like a hundred soldiers in tom king's run in a room and beat their ass so like no he's not grounded okay soldiers should be able to kill anybody in a bat suit easy you know yes like so it yeah, it's I hate when people make that. And also, it wouldn't make sense if he if he doesn't kill, man. Like all those fights, how would he not kill somebody? Uh cuz it's fucking fiction, dumbass. It could be anything you fucking want. Like how does Superman fly in the air? Science doesn't prove that shit, you know what I mean? But we believe it. Like god, I just don't understand people. Like it's like it's got to be real. It's got to be real. Uh you're not applying this shit to the MCU. Why are you only applying it to DC? I'm going to tell you now, the only acceptable grounded story, because 
it legit is quite possibly the best origin story for a fucking comic book hero ever is Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins. Yeah. Like, the last minute, like, when he fucking fights Ra's al Ghul is bullshit. But yeah. the origin of that character and keeping him as grounded as possible is the only exception. He is the exception to the rule. Yeah. Everything after that, you don't have to be Nolan. You don't. Mm-mm. Because even Nolan doesn't want to be Nolan because he now he's making fucking movies about time travel and all sorts of shit. Like, there's nothing grounded about the shit he makes now, so stop trying to be him. Do something yeah, comic book accurate. I would have loved to see Nolan's brain on a Batman that wasn't trying to be grounded at this point. Yeah. Like, fucking, I want to see Nolan's version of Batman versus the Clock King but make the clock king like even crazier like with he can manipulate time that would be interesting since nolan's all about that shit so like just fucking do that but yeah i'm tired of this like people i think that's why i appreciate people that try to be different and again we always go back to this i will always talk about this on this podcast but like you made the comparison, Tom King is the Ryan Johnson of comic books. You love him or hate him, but Tom yep. King tried to be different. Yep. We're going to talk about a Batman book here later that is not trying to be different. It's nope. trying to be something. It ain't different. It's nope. trying to be merchandising, in my opinion. But yes, like, my thing is, I appreciate people that try to be different. And until somebody gives me a Batman where I don't have to fucking see his parents die for the millionth time, and I don't have to see him become Batman for the millionth time. Everything else just seems like the fucking same old shit. Like, and I'm just, I don't know, as somebody who absolutely loves Batman, I will read and fucking view anything that has to do with Batman. But when you see it a million times, you want something new. And maybe this is how the older generation that's been reading it since the 70s and 60s feels about the new shit. They're like, I just want some of the old shit. I don't know, maybe it's the same thing. But as somebody who hasn't been reading that long, I already want something different. So, yeah, I don't know. For it's sure. Weird. Um, 100%. But, yeah, so Catwoman is not Catwoman in this current um, you know, movie that's going to be coming out. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, but for the most part, uh, we're jumping over to comic books. We only got two things to talk about. I did flip through. I'm not going to lie to you. I flipped through that Fortnite book. And the concept is pretty interesting. They don't talk. They Not can't. really. No, no, they can't talk. Oh, is I that... read I, I read issue one. Oh, okay. So I guess I didn't pay attention to that. I was just flipping through it. I didn't really pay attention to dialogue. In in issue one, they talk when they're in Gotham. Mm-hmm. But when they enter the world of Fortnite, because the Fortnite characters don't talk, they cannot talk. Oh. And Bruce doesn't really know who he is. Really, and he does, and he doesn't know who Selena is, but he knows that they know each other somehow. Yeah, and so they work together. Like it's oh, so yeah, you, everything I read was inner monologues. It's inner monologues. Oh, okay, yeah. So I will tell you this: this book is like hot shit right now. Really? It is like the hottest thing, fucking DC. So. Yeah, somebody came into or Miguel, you know Miguel, came into yeah. the chat yesterday and was like, "Hey, um, so are you reading that Batman Fortnite?" I was like, "Dude, no." I was all, "But we were thinking about reading it on the on the podcast." And he was like, "I'm actually really enjoying it." 
So I was like, oh, but he loves Fortnite. So I was like, eh, he loves Fortnite, you know, yeah. whatever. So like, I was like, I was sitting down reading the books today and I was like, you know what? Let me just flip through it. The art is okay. Although I love the way Sel they got sexy Selena in here. So that's an up for me. And I was like, okay. And I thought the concept was interesting that they keep, he keeps, he's basically, it's Groundhog Day for him. Because that's yes. what Fortnite is. a constant game that you keep playing over and over. You keep respawning. And in this particular story for issue two, it seems like he saves Selena by having her kill him and she gets to get out of the game. So I think yeah. he's figuring it out. So he sacrifices, like, they're the last two in the match. And, of course, the storm is coming in for nobody that's never played Fortnite. The storm comes around you and forces you to fight. He has Selena stab him. And he responds back into the game. So I was just like, oh, so I'm assuming you won't see Selena in the next one. Um, but he's talking about he has one more person to save. And I don't know if that's Harley Quinn, because Harley Quinn's in this book. Yeah, I think and, it will be Harley Quinn. Yeah. So but that'll does be that mean that means Batman has to kill in order to get out? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit are we thinking this is the deepest fucking dc book in the last two years holy shit this Fortnite book is deeper than anything james tynan has made oh god oh shit holy shit that is great oh wow. man. no you know what oh man you know they're gonna have that last person die outside the storm like so he's gonna trap them or do something but that would mean death yeah, you still have to force Batman to kill somebody, whether it be uh, directly or indirectly. How how many issues is this book? I have no idea. So I have no idea. Now I I think it may be anywhere from four to six. I okay. don't think it's very long because this is book two. I don't think it says it just says two on it. So yeah, um, I'm. Do you think this is going to be one of those books that in the future is worth money just because it's so fucking popular or they're printing so many, it's not going to be worth anything. I think they're printing so many. It's yeah. not going to be worth anything because here's the thing. Also, Fortnite is a direct release to uh, infinite also. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you sense. can buy it physically, but you can read it online for free. Okay. This is, this is the exact formula for what Marvel did when Marvel had their release of the Fortnite stuff, because they had a Thor Fortnite book. Okay. And it went direct to their Marvel unlimited as well. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't know it was hot shit, but I've had people ask me about it. So I guess again, we are a very, like we read the books, we do all this stuff. We have our own opinions, but we're not the general audience. Like when you're listening to this podcast, me and Clay are not the general audience. We're more of those hardcore fans that read this shit, you know. So um, do you know do you know why this book is the hot shit as well? Because I just read it here. Each print issue of Batman Fortnite Zero Point will include a redeemable code for bonus DC themed Fortnite digital items inspired by the events of the comic, starting with the new Rebirth Harley Quinn outfit. As an additional reward, any player who redeems all six codes from each of the six comics will unlock the new armored Batman Zero outfit. Uh, I mean, I will say his suit does look kind of cool. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, no, that's fucking fan like, look, 
I'm not a fan of Fortnite. It's funny because I always tell this story. I told everybody in my fucking stream to download this game. I was like, dude, y'all all got to download this game. It's going to be a new free battle royale. And we can all play it on stream together. Dude, I was ahead of the fucking curve on this game. And I never jumped on it. And I'm just like, you're fucking dumb. Like, no, I, so I hated it. This game, I got a free copy of this game from my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, everybody loves this battle royale, but let's play the actual game. Yeah. It, it is a castle defender game. Yeah, you, I know. You, you build your fort, and there's waves of zombies that come at you. Yeah. That was the actual game. That was actually fun. I never got to play that because everybody was wanting to play Battle Royale. For sure. Yeah, and that's what the funny thing was. And that's why I told everybody, like, it's it's a game, but this part's going to be free, you know? And everybody does the free Battle Royales now. And I'm just thinking about, like, man, what if I would have played Fortnite from the start? Like, before anybody else was fucking playing this game? Like, god damn it. Probably would have been bigger than I am. Well, I'm not even that big right now, but, like, still. Like, I would have been probably had more people on my stream. Then again, like, I feel like I would have ended up hating that game after a while. Because, like... Freaking, like, Ninja? Yeah. Like, he like, fucking hates Fortnite. He still yeah. plays it, but he hates it. Yeah. And that's the one thing I, I can't... And that's probably why I jumped away from the game myself, is because I just... I like variety. Like, because the one thing for anybody that wants to stream out there, wants to be a YouTuber, like, if you get popular at one thing, fucking Gotham, and you get away from that people will let you know that they do not like the new shit and i'm just like fucking who cares dude like who cares like go watch somebody else then and um i literally since yesterday still have people bring up gotham and i'm like serious you didn't see the guys in the chat that showed up yesterday they're like oh man i miss juice since uh you know uh gotham rants and i'm just like oh my god i'm like dude like look i'm cool to everybody in my discord i have no problem if you cause trouble obviously it will kick you out but like i just it's been two years y'all it's been two years since that show has been canceled and people are still all about it like why it's only been two years since gotham was canceled it's feel like 10 for me Holy but it's shit. Only two it years. feels like so like so much more than two years yeah Holy shit. no it's it's been two years so um it was like two years in april last month so yeah it's That's it's insane. ridiculous anyways let's jump over to man bat uh you did not read this book right so no i did um, not read man bat no okay so this is man bat number four uh this is actually the um, the next issue will be the final issue so this issue is interesting because if you don't remember um us talking about man bat three Man Bat and his ex-wife had been captured by Scarecrow and they were put under his, you know, subliminal messaging or his toxins or whatever and forced to work on this machine that, you know, Man Bat broke in issue one. So um, they're working together and they're getting the the vision that they're happily married and this is their dream to work together. So that's what they're experiencing. But Man Bat, the part of uh, Langstrom's brain is like, this is fucking fake. Like, you need to break out of this. We need to kill Scarecrow. Scarecrow plays like, you know, Dr. Crane in this scenario. He comes in at one point and Man Bat breaks out and tries to kill him. His wife is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
And Scarecrow's like, you know, this isn't going to last forever. Like, you're not going to be able to hold on to this, blah, blah, blah. And he ends up going back to Langstrom. And Langstrom's like, what happened? And Scarecrow keeps playing the part. And he's like, you had a momentary blackout. You attacked me. But don't worry. It's not a problem. And whatever. And so uh, Langstrom's like, oh, okay, uh, cool. We'll finish working on this. Well, what ends up happening over time is the, I guess, the hallucinations breaking down. Or this is actually, it, it's it's written more as where Scarecrow is planning it this way, where he gives you like a happy, he gives you your perfect dream, right? But by the end of it, you end up hating each other and want to kill each other is what it seems like. Because they're they're working on his device, but they're yelling at each other. They're getting frustrated with each other. They just hate each other, it seems like. So uh, Batman is doing his Batman thing. I will say there was some really cool Batman moments in this book. Um, there's like this one where he's going after this bad guy and the silhouette of Batman's on the wall, like uh, because of the light, which I think is really cool. And uh, it's one of Scarecrow's like old cronies. So he gets some information. Batman finds out where Scarecrow's at. He breaks in right when um, Langstrom is going to go after Scarecrow. Batman starts beating up uh, Scarecrow to try to save Man-Bat. But he gets shot with the subliminal ray or whatever that the device is called. And what ends up happening is Langstrom, Batman is, Langstrom or Man Bat is the vision that Batman thinks is the worst thing of all time. So we get this like demon eyed Batman that's like, I'm ready to take you down. He's like, you better come nicely or the GCPD is going to, you know, have to peel you off my fists. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, calm down. And granted, I know, like, I always talk about, like, Batman wouldn't say that kind of shit, but he's under hypnosis here. So I kind of, like, let it slide. But um, even then, like, it's pretty cool. But what we see in the, what we end up seeing happening is the the serum that Man Bat was working on at his sister's house, he finally takes it. And it turns him into, like, a massive, they're, what they're calling in the next issue, King Man Bat, which I don't really like the name. But... He basically turns into a Bane man bat almost. Damn. So um, we're about to see this showdown between King man bat and Batman. And it's funny too, because when he powers up, Batman is like, is this supposed to scare me? And I was just like, fuck, because he don't <laughs> give a fuck. He's like, he fights Bane all the time. So yeah, so we're going into a showdown between Batman and man bat uh, in that final issue. I have to say, like, even... In stuff like Man Bat, with the little bit of the Batman that I'm getting, I'm enjoying more than the main Batman run. Oh, yeah. No, I, I've told so many people. Uh, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this here. Uh, recently, they're doing the round robin, right? The one that is voting for what the next book is going to be right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure Green Lantern lost, unfortunately, but it was Green Lantern versus the Robins and then Blue Beetle versus the uh, Suicide Seven. Yeah. And I was really hoping for Blue Beetle and Green Lanterns to win. And I went ahead and looked up the latest solicitations. It's for July, right? Mm -hmm. There is 21 Batman titles, Batman related, Batman related titles in july is that like 21 no they're all random titles that are coming out periodically from the beginning to the month to the end of the month 21 batman titles Jesus. or batman related 
like character titles or so anything like, like that. Urban Legends, Secret Files, Batman, Detective, Nightwing, all... like like everything that is oh, related okay. to the Batman character. Yeah. There's 21 books. Yeah, that's crazy. And I I I did a post on Twitter. I was like, you already like for all of you Batman fans, you're already spending 90 plus dollars. Yeah. Do you want to be spending 95? Yeah. Like don't give Batman and like I'm sorry. Like the only reason why this is is because DC is like, okay, Tynan is not gonna be able to sell as much as we need for Batman. Yeah. So give everybody else Batman related titles and we don't have to care about sales at that point. We yeah. just have to care about the quantity of the amount of books we sell. Yeah. And it just doesn't work like that. Cause even you, Juice, you were somebody who was buying every Batman related content yep. as far as comics. For a long time. And and by the time you started to see how many there were and the stories that they were legitimately producing, what'd you do? Stop by. You you went down to two books. Yeah, from the from like the seven or five that you were doing. Yeah, I was buying Batgirl, Nightwing, Batman Detective, Catwoman, Red Hood. Hood. And yeah, I'm sure I had something else. Because there was always there's always like the black labels and all that stuff. I still buy those. Yeah. But yeah, the I was Nightwing was hot garbage. I dropped that after I picked I think I want to say I picked it up when he got shot though. Yeah. So like but I only kept that for a few books. Yeah. Um, but then like Red Hood and Batgirl you kept for a little bit hoping that it would get better. It didn't. Yeah, no. Uh, Batgirl went downhill. Red Hood was good for a little bit after he shot Penguin. And I was yeah. like, "Okay." And then it fucking went downhill too. And yep. then like, yeah. Yeah, it's just they they need better writers or they need to like fucking plan shit. Like, yeah. I just don't and, understand and, it. And you mentioned it in the last episode. They have lost money since COVID mm-hmm. and they're trying to get it back. And what are they doing? Oh, well, instead of $3.99, let's sell this for $7.99. Let's sell this for $6.99. Like, I didn't even account for them boosting the sales numbers. You're paying over $100 worth of Batman books in July. Like, yeah. no, like, it's just not going to happen. No, what I think what they need to do is obviously people, the market is there. For people that will rebuy books, they will rebuy Batman Hush. They will rebuy Mr. Miracle. What they need to start doing is drop some of these shitty titles. And what you do is you're like, hey, Tom King. Hey, Jeff Johns. You know that book that everybody buys every time we make a new fucking cover? Can you make a short 20 minute, like 20 issue, or uh, not 20 issues, 20 page story? And we're going to put it in a deluxe version. And the only way you can buy it is by buying this $30 book. I would still buy that shit because I'm like, okay, maybe I don't have that book or maybe it's got an amazing hardcover and there's a new story in it. I'll fucking buy it. They need to start doing that. I think that's the best way to make money. Fucking Viz and Shonen is doing it right now. It doesn't look great for American to go on to shonen yeah but because you showed me today i had already seen it or not today but yesterday Yesterday. uh george jimenez did a variant cover for volume 30 of my hero academia yeah 
if you want to get a new audience, freaking put Horikoshi, freaking the anime artist, yeah, on freaking the one book that you think is the most anime, which mm-hmm. apparently is a is gonna be. I mean, personally, I think it's Robin now, but yeah. you, you you put Horikoshi on a Robin cover. Holy shit, that will sell. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like that's what you do. You need to be more creative, other than like, hey, let's uh, let's put another forty pages behind this Justice League book. Maybe people will buy it. Like, yeah. no, it's still Justice League is garbage right now. I'm not gonna do it. Same yeah, thing no. with Batman. Yeah, and the thing is, going back to the idea of my book, right? You could tie this in with like event stories too, right? Like, let's say you have some fucking zero year books that you want to sell. Like you want to up, you know, Snyder's zero year. Like, okay, hey, Snyder's going to write another zero year story, part of his Batman. Like it's not going to be Batman, but it's going to be what Catwoman did during zero year or what so-and-so. Now, if you buy the zero year book, there's a lot of those smaller characters that did stuff like Arrow and all that jazz make Mm. other characters that were not a part of it. What were other characters doing zero year and do that. Or, you know what, if you want to get the even older readers, uh cataclysm you know when fucking everything broke down we saw one of those in nightwing you know the nightwing 80th anniversary it's like oh shit that's awesome robin i should say and like they did a story in that event i'm like that was fucking awesome that was one of the better stories so do that shit and like just put it in a book you're like sorry guys this is only exclusive to this book and you'll have to buy it so that's gonna make people one want to read that story two and then if you want to like if you genuine i know I say you force people to buy that book. Don't put it digitally unless you want to buy the whole book digitally, which would be kind of pointless. But, you know, if they have to buy the whole book digitally for the same price, let them do it just for that story. But I would want the hardcover, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me, um, the Batman Adventures continues. Mm -hmm. Uh, Season two with the Court of Owls is not a digital first. Really? They're selling it at full price, $3.99. Uh, coming out in Jul- uh, in June, in print. Wow. Yeah. That's so they they, they got, got yeah they got people to buy season one for ninety nine cents each, and they're like, hey, we're gonna bring in a very important character, mm-hmm. or or yeah, the Court of Owls, and they're like, yeah. oh well, we can't sell this at ninety nine cents. We have to do a full price. Yeah. Damn. So it's like that's tough, you guys. That's tough. Anyways, let's go read this fucking final book that we got. Um, you want to take the lead on this one? <laughs> yeah, so the book we're going to be talking about, of course, is Batman 108. Now, again, getting really tired of this whole, like, hey, Scarecrow has Batman, but you won't know how or you won't know why until yeah. who the fuck knows. So we're going to go ahead and tell all of this other story. And honestly, I'll just say it. I don't care about any of these characters. None whatsoever. Yeah. Like this peacekeeper, whatever. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be the guy who was at the very beginning of the uh, Infinite Frontier issue number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the one that was at Arkham Asylum, that he was the one that found Bane dead and all of that. Uh, somehow he lost an arm and a leg don't know how that happened it didn't show yeah, did it did arkham blow up or something i didn't watch um, i didn't read that book i it didn't blow up but for some reason he lost an arm and a leg yeah. uh but we see him meeting 
uh, I keep forgetting this guy's name. Simon um, Saint or something. Yeah, Saint like Saint. Uh, and he's of course the one that is wanting to run the Peacekeeper program. Uh, and we jump immediately to where we left Bruce off, who was Matches Malone, but he doesn't even call himself Matches Malone. He calls himself Matches. That's it. Just Matches. Yeah. Uh, I genuinely thought this was Gordon. Was Gordon. Yeah. Everybody like, said it. All, yeah. At the end of the yeah. at the end of the last book, people thought it was Gordon. Yeah. And it for sure just looks like Gordon. That's it. Yeah. Um, this is not how Matches looks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh but he is trying to run into Miracle Molly's crew. Yeah. This is the most biggest bullshit that I have read since Tynan has been on this fucking book. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just is. This whole idea that uh, you tweeted it out pretty clearly. Tynan mm-hmm. doesn't want to write Batman. He wants to write everybody else. Yeah. And again, the same fucking problem that we had with Ghostmaker, he writes for Molly. Mm-hmm. Ghostmaker came in here being like, oh, I I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I'm, I'm, I'm a badass at this. I'm a badass at this. I'm, I'm 100% better than you than this and this and this. Miracle Molly over here is like, oh, I just want to make the world a better place. Oh, uh, by the way, Batman. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you cannot be like, oh, I just saw the way you held yourself and I just knew you were Batman. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. See, this is the problem with. So it's funny because TikTok has made fun of this before with like how girls have looked different or people have looked different. And they're like, now I understand how people can believe Clark Kent is different from Superman, which that's the biggest joke of all time. Right. They're like, how do you fucking not know? But there are people that look very different or similar or whatever. And you're just like, oh, those are totally different people. Like, it's crazy. I mean, look at fucking Matt Damon and fucking what's his face that everybody thinks are the same. You know what I mean? I'm forgetting the other character guy. But there's like actors that look the same. You're like, oh, that's not the fucking same person. Um, So it is what it is. So, yeah, hurt for you're just you're hurting Superman at this point. If somebody's able to talk and be like, oh, that's Batman. Like, you know what I mean? Like the way they carry themselves, the way they do this, the way they do that. And there's this one moment of where like they go, they fly on this like crazy hoverboard thing or whatever. And she's all like, Oh, I noticed that you weren't scared. Every time I bring people like this, they're like terrified or whatever. It's something along those lines. And I'm just like, Batman would be smart enough to do that, to be a little frightened. Like, why are you forgetting that? To play, to play his role. Yeah. 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 He's as Bruce Wayne, he's been like, oh, no, like we got to get to safety. Like there have been issues where he does that. He's not always like, let me jump into action. You know what I mean? He plays the part when he has to. And I feel like Tynan forgets that. By the way, uh, they make this little Zorro reference in here. That looks like the fucking guy from Vigilantes in My Hero. Yes. 100 percent. Yes. Yeah. 100 percent. And again, this is not the first time Tynan, Tynan has already done this. Mm-hmm. He did this right before Future State when he fucking tied his like the the rope around his eyes and yeah. fought all of the Joker zombies. Yeah. Like this isn't fucking new. He's reiterating shit that he's already done. Mm-hmm. But yes, 100% with the coat and that uh whatever you want to call it yeah, on his head. 
like that is freaking uh knuckle knuckle buster knuckle? i still haven't read the book so i know the cover i can't, I can't remember his name it's yeah. knuckle something uh from my hero vigilantes that's exactly who it is yeah but they go on this giant conversation about how basically miracle molly is the answer to gotham like yeah. she uh she knows everything about like how to create a a better gotham and bruce is all basically like oh yeah you're right you're right yeah mm-hmm. no like oh like as if he didn't fucking think of this in the fucking first first place yeah like again i had this problem with ghostmaker i've had this problem with every single series that does this and i'm pretty sure i said it in the last episode or the episode before that you never bring in a character to a main series character title to you don't overshadow the main character yeah when the books are fucking batman and well especially batman but with any title honestly yeah you never bring in a big hero or a side character to say hey i am better than this character and then prove it yeah and if anything, you prove them wrong, you humble them, and then you show that they are equals or you raise up the main character. Yeah. This does not raise up Batman whatsoever. No. He is still trying to make these characters that he is creating the best thing in the DC universe. So that way he can make more money with these characters being in other books and creating merch. That's all he's doing. Yeah, and it's he's bullshit. definitely making uh, merchandise here. Uh, the problem with this is, uh, for those of you that have seen the animated series, Bruce Wayne's identity is something that he protects more than fucking Catwoman. Oh my god, I know exactly where you're going with this. Where the Riddler episode? No, no, no. no. As far as as far as the, the this book, are you are you going with the whole like, oh, I knew you were a rich guy? That blah 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 blah. No, I'm just talking about how like he has a mask under his mask, like. That's like how crazy like Batman is with his identity. So even if somebody questioned him, he's like, look, I don't know what you're talking about. Like he would try not just fucking give in like, oh, you know who I am. Okay. Like how many people have called Bruce Wayne Batman before? And he's like, and he's had fucking Dick Grayson show up as Batman. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm glad I'm glad I'm flattered that you would think I could be Batman, but I'm not that brave. You know what I mean? And here he's just like, oh, you figured it out. Like, are you fucking kidding me? But not only does she figure out where that, were you going to go? Where did you think I was going? Well, she she figures out that it's Batman. Yeah. But she also figures out that he's rich, that he comes from money. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like she, one more page added on to this book. She already knows that it's Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's just how Tynan is going with it. And I'm sorry. It's bullshit. Like yeah. you cannot tell me that. Yeah. You know what? She can be a really cool character. She can. Her does. I like her design. I I personally do. It's very it, cyberpunk, but it's I very like cyberpunk. It. And I really, I really enjoy her look. There's especially one that you really get to see, like a really close up, right where you see his shadow be the bat or whatever. Yeah. The panel right next to that. Her design is awesome. I love the two colored eye and everything. Yeah. But again, do not come in here saying, "Hey, I'm the best thing to come to the DC universe." since fucking superman and act like you're hot shit i'm sorry i'm not gonna respect that character at all 
Also, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I know I told Clay and he rolled his eyes. This book had like 20 covers for yes. Miracle Molly by yes. herself. And I was like, why? Why do you need? Granted, she looks cool. But why do you need fucking like 20 plus covers to help boost sales, obviously? But like, it was ridiculous. And yeah, I don't like, I told this to Clay right before the start of this podcast. I was like, dude, Tynan actually had me thinking this book wasn't bad until she was like, is that right, Batman? I was like, are you fucking shitting me? And I instantly hated this book. Because I, he makes Batman seem so stupid. And I'm just like, dude, like we, people fall in love with Batman. Like the argument of Batman could beat anybody is there for a reason because people have written him so well. He's so intelligent and people be like, it's plot armor. No, there are people that have written Batman very well, where even in those stories, he's had weaknesses, but he's prevailed. People have always loved Batman because he's a human that finds a way to win. That's always been Batman's thing. But here, he's just like, you got me, but hey, let's work together somehow. Like, what is this fucking PBS special that we're fucking getting in these books? Like, I just don't understand it. And like, this is this is one of the things that really pisses me off about this book. What fucking era are we in? Like, where did all of this technology just come from? Like, it seems like we're in Batman Beyond ter- territory, but we're still regular Batman. Well, apparently, like, because I've had this, like, conversation before also. It seems to be that, like, no time has passed. But because we're always rebooting, we always have to start as if it's new and in that era. Yeah. And with this new Omniverse, you're combining everything together. So with that comes with the evolution of technology, I would assume. Yeah. And so the advancement of technology with all the universes combined basically created what we have now. Yeah. I don't know, man. Also, I don't give a shit about peacekeeper one. I already read those stories. Like, yeah, no, I, I don't care either. And what are and we the building whole, to? Like, the whole premise is to like, you hope that one of our characters makes the right decision to where we don't go down the line of future state. Yeah. But I don't even want that. I want a new story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, this is something I told with Clay and we had this discussion about my hero academia. I hate it. And he mentioned that they don't even talk about it anymore. I hate it that at the start of my hero, it was Deku. The main character would be like, this is how I became the strongest character in all of time or whatever the fuck they say. And I hate that because, okay, what? So I know you're going to be the strongest character. Why should I fucking watch? Like, when I already know the ending, why should I care? You know what I mean? And, like, a la, you can do a, uh, what is that, uh, American Beauty story where yeah. the narrator, you could do that twist if you want to do that. But for the most part, if I already know you're going to be the greatest at the end of this story, why should I care about your journey? You know what I mean? People liked Rocky because they thought he, was gonna, he wasn't necessarily, he might not win. You know what I mean? That's why people like that story. And people love the underdog story or the character of, like, is he really going to prevail? But if you're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I know Batman is probably going to get out of every situation he's ever been in. But still, I enjoy the ride. But, like, I don't know, man. This, I just don't understand what's going on anymore. And I'm just like, this doesn't, I just want good Batman. When does Batcat come out? Because, like, shit. 
Like, um, still like two, three weeks from now. I think it's two weeks from now. Yeah, I think so it's, it's not the end Xbox of the books. month. Yeah, yeah, I think it's at the end of the month. But it's just sad that I'm getting more enjoyment out of like many Batman stories than I am out of the main Batman title. Well, I will say this: uh, next week we have two Chip Zdarsky books. One of them being Urban Legends: The Red Hood Story, and then the next one being Justice League: The Last Ride Number One. It's his small little mini series that he's mm-hmm. writing for Justice League, uh, and Rorschach. So we're getting a Tom King book. Yeah. So we'll read at least some good stuff next week. Yeah. But I cannot have Tynan on Batman for another three years. Yeah, I just don't like. At what point is he going to get axed for sales? You know what I mean? I went to his Twitter today. Because, like, I'll put Tynan. I'm not the asshole to tag people, like, all the time. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. kind of a dick move. But if if you want to go out of your way to search your own name on a social media, then you're doing it to yourself. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not, I'm just, I'm giving my opinion, but I'm not trying to be a dick to be like, hey, you know, unless I'm genuinely asking a question, then I'll tag you. But I'm just like, Tynan, like, what is he doing? And I said that I genuinely feel like he wants to write everyone but Batman. Because yeah. Ghost Rider got all this spotlight clown keller didn't get a lot of spotlight but they made a big deal about him harley got a lot of spotlight in joker war joker obviously uh fucking punchline like how many characters have shown up already in this series how many did tom king do in his whole run like honestly the two gothams and then who else was new like uh you know not much of anybody yeah exactly that's how you write fucking characters that exist and like, but Tynan's over here already got like seven people, not including the greatest rogues gallery that fucking Ghostmaker has over here. And um, yeah, dude, it's just like fucking trash. Like, I don't understand what's going on with this. And I don't know if DC doesn't know where it's going with comics. And they're like, you know what? He's, you know, he's just buying us time. Like, I'm hoping they're doing the same thing that Superman is doing for Tom, uh, for Tom Taylor. Superman right now is kind of just going nowhere because they know that Tom Taylor is going to be the writer for Superman. I hope. Yeah. I hope that as of right now, Tynan is not really going anywhere for Batman because they are either trying to find a Batman writer or they already found him. And the announcement is coming at a later date. I would hope so, man. But like, like I said this at the start of when we when we started reading Joker War, I think people are going to not remember this run. No. They're going to remember the characters that came out of it, but they're not going to remember what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Tom King's run has Bane taking over the city. You know what I mean? You can talk about that with Joker War, but you had just got Bane. And I think a lot of people, and it's sad... But a lot of people misinterpret good art or good covers yeah. for good books. For sure. And they're like, they're like, oh, man, Batman right now is so fire. I'm like, what happened this week? Yeah. Oh, uh, Miracle Molly's on the cover. No, what happened in the book? Oh, I don't know. I just bought the covers. Yeah. Well, yeah, that doesn't the, mean shit. The biggest the biggest example of good art doesn't mean a good story is Batman All-Stars by Frank Miller and Jim Lee. Yeah. The art is phenomenal and the story is hot garbage. So yeah, you, 100%. you definitely, 
you cannot go by that um so yeah man it's it's like i said it just feels like he wants to sell merchandise um and i i don't understand it though because again detective was good his indie stuff is good how do you not make batman good like i don't know again maybe he's somebody that he's like scott snyder who doesn't i no, he's better with relationships than snyder for sure yes um, he is 100% better with relationships. I would honestly, like, I hate to go down this rabbit hole, but it's like the same thing that DC did to Tom King. Hey, you can only play with these characters. Yeah. And you're not allowed to do this to this character. Maybe they're telling him, hey, nothing big can come out of Batman right now. Yeah. And so he's stuck with having, like, to write this shitty story. Yeah. But even then... Because you're a writer and you're a professional writer, I would hope that you would be able to legitimately do something, even if it's fucking walking in a circle. Yeah, for sure. You should be able to do something. Like, even if you're like, all right, I'm not going to use any old characters, you're still not making me care about Batman against these other characters. Like, you're trying to make these other characters better than Batman. And I'm like, who cares? Like, and I don't. I would love to sit in on Scott Snyder's class because is that what he teaches? Always make your villain super awesome and they have to overshadow the character. Like, is that what he teaches? Because it's what he did with fucking the Batman Who Laughs or yeah. the Nightmare Batman, whatever the fuck his name was. I don't care. Um, like, you know, I just, I don't understand it. Um, you know what's funny though? Now that like we're we're constantly comparing this to anime now and manga, um, Another thing DC failed at when it came to this Batman is not leaning into the romance, which is what a lot is really big in manga. People love romance when it comes to that kind of stuff, or they love characters like maybe getting together or being together or whatever. Like that's the one thing I I can't speak for American comics. I can't really even, honestly, I couldn't even tell you if there are like, romance comics out there i wouldn't even fucking know besides like tom king you know what i mean there are there are but it they're not very popular nowadays uh a lot of them have been chopped up to like kickstarters Mm. and online stuff yeah Uh, it doesn't really they aren't really pushed that much in uh to print yeah for for resale yeah so like with manga like that shit's popular I my last two favorite animes are fucking romances and I love them. Bunny Girl Dude, Senpai and Ren a Girlfriend. Love so them. So right now, uh shit, I can't remember what it was called. Um let me look it up real quick. Uh one just one recently up. just came out. It's called uh Blue Box. Mm-hmm. It's about uh these uh these high schoolers, one's a basketball player, one is a badminton player. Mm-hmm. Um has three chapters in it. So as of right now, if you go to bizmedia.com or even download the Shonen Jump app, all three chapters are free right now because it's the nice. first three chapters. Um, it's great. Yeah. And it's my first like romance novel that I'm reading. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They are super popular in, in anime. So yeah. uh, there's a little bit m- more on the spicy side. Uh, Ayakashi Triangle has 42 chapters. I've been reading mm-hmm. that one since the beginning. Uh, it has a lot of fan service, yeah. uh, if you know what I mean. For and sure. I love uh, it. I'll read and it. that one's and that one's great. Like I, I love I love reading that one. Uh, but you don't see them in your big two. 
or yeah. any main comic actually yeah i think dc if if you have to do something big at this point to revive comics and you have to come out and be like look we're we got our kids we got our teenagers and we got our adult our adult is going to be anything goes like you need to just put that out there like we we want to we respect the japanese culture we are going to embrace like a manga platform because again when you go to buy a manga a la high school dxd you just pick it out and it says mature audience that's what it says on it and then you just buy it and that's it and like it sells like i don't understand what they're trying to do here um but this whole like fucking oh we got scared because of bat dick like I think that's still hurt Black Label. I think Black Label just sold so many more. Because you promised us something. We were going to do mature stories with more like, you know, whatever. And then you immediately took it away like months into this new project. And why should I care about anything you say going forward? You know what I mean? And you picked the worst people to drive this new future going forward. Um you know, with everything that's going on with the one thing I could say, and this is a terrible thing to say, too, because like we know that DC is very pandering right now. It does it. Obviously, they don't want they want Jeff Johns to stick around like bucket. If you're going to keep him around, just keep him in comics. Like if if you don't want to deal with the drama that's in the movies, be like, look, bro, we love you. We're going to keep paying you whatever. You'll be a producer. You're just not going to be on sets and shit. We need you to go back to comics and fucking fix our shit down there and just keep him there. Like, and just be like, you know what? This is where you shine, whatever. There's too much heat on you. Fuck it. Just because what DC has going on right now is garbage. I think we need another crisis to kind of kill a lot of this stuff. So, funny you should mention crisis. Um, Let me see where I saw it real quick. Um, A friend of mine. crisis? No, so, as of here so there's a article that came out earlier this week titled dc comics crisis event next year to lead into the bigger event in 2023 so we're already getting a crisis event jesus what is going to be crisis tynan runner of dc like that's going to be a crisis um god is that what he's talking about is he part of crisis because he's talking about a three-year in advance thing probably oh god we're gonna see miracle molly be like the leader of the justice league like oh my god i'm not ready for that um yeah i don't know man i mean there was always these rumors of like dc wanting to change the entire roster of justice league so that way newer characters that new readers could get a hold of yeah would want to read comics and it's like the new readers don't know anything about new characters. Yeah. They get introduced in older character books. Like, yeah, that's how you introduce new characters. Yeah. So you need to prop up your older characters and this whole bullshit of like, Oh, they don't have any stories anymore. Bullshit. There's been 80 years of stories and you're wanting to kill it after 80, just because you're too stupid to realize what these stories are. Like, yeah. no, it's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, Again, I I don't know what happened with Scott Snyder. He is probably the last person that I know about that was building a character that could overtake the mantle of Batman, which was Duke. Like, we grew up with Duke. Like, literally, 
Like, and they just, eh, uh, hey, Tim Fox. Like, bro, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I feel like we can go on forever with this. Um, but it just sucks. I just don't understand why DC, again, manga, they need to start looking over there. I don't know why they're not looking at Japan. When mangas are outselling the entire industry, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And you need to go in a different way. Because that's that's just, that's getting your ass cheeks blown out at this point. 15 million units and one book sold 100 million? You're doing something it's, wrong. It's insane. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. And again, I think the biggest thing is because here in America, artists do get paid, which I'm pretty sure some of those artists would be like, we don't get paid enough. And then at that point, you'd be like, well, shit, you know, they can either put out this many books or like Japan's over here. Japan is looking for artists, by the way. It's just insane. I don't know if you finished that story that or that uh, thing I had sent you about the rent a girlfriend creator. Did you watch that full video? Yes, I did. Yeah. At the end of it, they were like, hey, if you want to get into this, like there's constantly looking for people because the mangas like work as a team. Like there are people that do certain pages and shit. It's not just one artist. So it's just like, all right, we got a team. Maybe that's the way to go in the future. Like, if you want to produce more comics, like, you get a team that works on one book, right? Like, the main artist does, like, the heavy pages. And then you're like, oh, here are the side pages. You do, you do, you do, you do. And then, like, if you can get people to copy an art style, it's not going to be that different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and maybe you just have the same inker on all of them. Or maybe they already learned how to ink or whatever. Maybe that's the future because you can hire more people but not have to pay the main artist as much. I don't know. Like, so back when I was showing you numbers, because mm-hmm. uh, right now it's harder to find comics sales numbers, even for Marvel, because I don't know if anybody knows this. Marvel actually jumped off of Diamond as well. Oh, uh, damn. What does Diamond have now? Uh, Diamond has indie. That's all wow. they have. Uh, who, or who or at least Marvel to? is... Uh, Marvel jumped to, I believe it's uh, Penguin Random House. Same thing as uh, ah. as DC. Uh, so it's no longer going to be a monopoly for Diamond. Um, it is a lot harder to find sales numbers for DC and Marvel right now. A I lot bet. harder. Um, but before that, the highest numbers we saw in comic American comic sales mm-hmm was what 80,000 what what Probably. do you mean for one comic yeah recently or like yeah kind of because i know that tom king at one point was over 100 well we did uh, three jokers was apparently like 300,000 they said it was pretty insane okay so they say 300,000 for three jokers right yeah so the first book i don't know about the second two volume 29 of my hero academia Four hundred twenty nine thousand six hundred seventy three. Yeah, was that the latest Vol- book? Volume thirty. Two hundred forty four thousand five hundred twenty nine. Damn, that's one after the other. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. But again, they have the American market too. I want to know, like in Japan, how they view American comics. Like, do they have to read them the way we have to read manga? Or do they convert them for them? I don't know. Uh, I'll have to ask a friend of mine. He lives in the closest person I know to that market. 
uh, lives in Ireland. So, because like I would I feel like they him. would have to redesign the thought bubbles because they go downwards, right? You read downward, right? From right to left, but downward, like they write downward. I uh, if I think I'm not so. Mistaken. Yeah, like the I think it's called kanji or whatever. I'm not yeah. too sure. Um, um, I'm looking at even so, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, their bestseller was volume 11 at 119,000. Uh, Dr. Stone, their biggest one was volume 18 at 106,000, almost 107. Yeah. Uh, Black Clover, 131,000. And these but, aren't even like the top tier animes either. No. It's like, not like. Okay, so, so Black Clover has t- volume 22 through 28, right? Mm-hmm. Their smallest debut for those six, well, sorry, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, for those seven volumes was 65,942. Yeah. That's insane, man. Those numbers are nuts. And it's, uh, I don't know, did we talk about this on the podcast? Because uh, I've talked about this on, to Clay. I have t- mentioned it many times on this podcast. I have a comic book that I want to get released. It's been fucking hard to find an artist. I'm converting to manga. I'm going to make it a manga instead of a, an American comic book now. Comic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's I, going and I, that way. The industry is going that I told you, way. yeah, I told you it is the best time to do so. Uh, even so, Boku no Hero Academia manga. Uh, so... My Hero Academia mm-hmm. has never, as of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven volumes, sold less than two hundred and one thousand copies. Yeah, I can't find volume one because I wanted to study volume one. I can't find it. Every time I go to Barnes and Noble, it's gone. Really? I looked on Amazon, can't buy it. Wow. Yeah, you have to um, buy it in a box set. Oof. So and it's like a hundred and sixteen dollars or some shit. Wow. That so I was sucks. just like, oh no, thank you. Um, yeah, that's why I bought Vigilante. That's the only reason why I bought Vigilante. Because <laughs> one was there. I was gonna try to drive over there uh today and go check it out, but I doubt there's any things. You know, I heard that the manga section is the only thing keeping Barnes and Noble alive. I believe it. Yeah. Uh so I'm looking right now on Amazon. Uh, this is a manga it. podcast now, guys. By the way, <laughs> uh, you can buy it paperback right now. On what? On Amazon. Oh, they have part one. Yeah, let's check it out. Volume one. Uh, deliver it by Tuesday if you order within the next six hours. Yeah, I have to check because it was sold out the last time I checked. But anyways, y'all. So that's uh, you know, Batman news manga weekly. Um, for you. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I really wish we had more exciting news to talk about with Batman lately, especially with the comics. But yeah, it is what it is. Well, you know, hopefully uh, Batcat will come out because that was getting interesting. I'm just very curious. You know, she left Batman hanging. I'm very excited to see where that's going to go. The covers that have been coming out are pretty phenomenal um, that Clayman and Jim Lee have been dropping. So I'm really excited with that. Uh, And then Rorschach was, we had that love letter to Frank Miller, but the story itself was still good. So I'm excited to see what's going on there. Um, but yeah, anyways, Clay, what do you got going on for this week? So this week, uh, by the time you're listening to this, next Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 
go check out the Geekverse YouTube channel. I will be live talking about all of the racist nonsense that WB has been uh, throwing out there. Um, I have a full rant prepared for that. Uh, we will talk about all the latest news as well. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the Batman stuff we've talked about here, but more, like I said, more around the DCEU stuff. Uh, so go check that out. Um, next week, I will have another episode of the Ranger Alliance podcast. And of course, I am always on the Weird Science DC and Marvel uh, podcast as well. So go check those out. Interesting, interesting. Oh, on Twitter, I said that I will not be paying to watch that Superman movie. And I thank you. So that way, there is no argument. There is no, hey, are you going to pay for it? Or am I going to pay for it? Yeah. None of us are going to pay for it because we're not going to go see it. Yeah. Uh, although I did say if it's Calvin Ellis or Valzad, I'll watch it. But if it's yeah. Clark Kent, I won't. So because that's just we're just race swapping at this point. But if you're going to give me a Valzad movie, I always said I'd be down. But I don't think that's the case here. Some people were saying that maybe the writer misspoke or didn't know who Cal L was and it was supposed to be the black version, which is Calvin well, Ellis or whatever. Uh, Calvin Ellis's name Kryptonian mm -hmm. name is Kellel without the dash. And so yeah. they're like, oh, well, maybe they wrote it wrong. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. It would be, I mean, to be the devil's advocate here, a lot of people that write these articles are kind of dumb. And they yeah, don't and, and understand. That's, that's what a lot of people have said. That, yeah. Like, they're not fanboys. So they're just yeah. writing an article because that's what they are being told to, to say. Yeah. So I can, I can give that some leeway. Mm -hmm. But until, like, WB hasn't said anything yeah for sure and um, they they made this announcement on henry cavill's birthday by the way yeah that's the fucked up part uh and they've done that too much in the past like and he has been playing ball like so much like he yeah. just needs to leave i'm sorry like yeah. as much as i want him as superman like yeah goes like he he is doing well with witcher mm -hmm. uh there was rumors about him wanting to be a part of mass effect uh, that would be interesting. He is a big nerd. Awesome. Yeah, he is a so, huge nerd. So uh, that would be interesting. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on my gaming channel, which is Juice from the Box, or on my reaction channel, which is Juice Reacts. Which fuck, I was supposed to put out a video today. Um, that didn't happen. But uh, over on Twitch.tv, I'm literally as you probably won't hear this till after. But we're playing the new Resident Evil Eight right now. I am uploading my gameplays to my Juice Reaction or my my Juice from the Box channel, so the gaming channel. Definitely go check that out if you want to see that. If you can't check out the live streams, but they've been a good time. Uh, my anxiety has been through the roof with this game, but it's still been great. So definitely come check that out. But that is going to be it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne, and remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly.